Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Amanda. I'm Eve. And today we are... Yay, I'm so excited. We're discussing Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy. Finally. Yay. Amanda's only been mentioning Grey's Anatomy on every <laughs> podcast recording we've done up until now. So it's about time. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is my favorite show. I, I, can, I can work it into my daily life every day. But first, we're going to talk about Station 19. And it was season six premiere. I cannot believe it's already season six, by the way. Still a lot crazy. of our shows are in season six are they yeah this is um station 19 resident and 911 og are all in season oh, are, aren't they makes it nice and easy huh. no 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 i hadn't connected them all yet but awesome so in the title this one was twist and shout which i think was appropriate great fitting and hilarious <laughs> <laughs> all right so unfortunately season five ended with jack quitting driving off so jack. sad <laughs> but it does look like andy is back at lieutenant of 19 which i feel like was a long time coming i mean yeah i mean I miss Jack being a lieutenant too. I know. But then at the same time, Andy needs to be lieutenant there. So uh, I don't, I don't want to say I have mixed feelings, but I just want everyone who I like to be lieutenant. I know. I, I don't, know. I don't think that's too much to ask because that is how it works in the real world. Like if Jack came back, he's like, I don't want to be lieutenant. Then I'd be fine with it. I think I just want them to be happy. It seems like Jack's happy enough. So yeah well we'll talk about jack in a second but it seems like he was having a really good time but i don't know last season was really really dark for andy yeah so i was really happy to see the silver lining coming out of it because it opened with her doing a self-defense class yes and i thought that was so fitting and so awesome i loved it i loved how everybody was kind of chipping in and helping and well, some of them were helping. helping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Vic and Theo were, you know, helping. You Poor know, Vic. Like Andy want, I don't think they were really helping, but, you know, they were having a good time. So after everything they've gone through, it's nice oh. to see them just, you know, having a grand old time with each other. So yeah. I'm going to let that be. Yes, absolutely. It was like you said earlier, season five was just so dark. I felt like it was just like hit after hit after hit. And now it's like, at least for this first episode, it just felt lighter and more fun and people are happy. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was well, nice. most people are happy anyway. Well, true. <laughs> but Eh, we'll talk about that. I was really curious about where Jack was going, like what his deal was, but according to him, 
we find out later this is not the case. He's on his way to what was it, Kansas City, to find his foster sister. Which yeah, I did believe it at first. I don't know why I did because it's Jack, but I did believe that at first, and I was like, "Oh, that's so cool! His foster sister is going to be in the picture again." But then, as we find out later, I mean, that was you know complete uh, BS. Yeah, I did not expect that. <laughs> I mean, do you think we're just going to have to get it out of the way right now? Because I I feel like it was my favorite part of the entire episode. Well, it wasn't my favorite part of the episode. It was one of my favorite parts of the episode. It was definitely one of the funnier parts of an otherwise very stressful episode. <laughs> yeah. and But I it, it did make me a little bit sad how, you know, the whole dark side of it, like he can't even talk to any of them. Like let him know where he is. It just... It may, it breaks my heart for Jack, but what better way to find Jack than handcuffed to a bed? <laughs> and I remember I was watching live. I think you were, and so was um, Jeanette. Yeah. And you guys must have been a few seconds ahead of me because you guys were like, oh God, Jack. <laughs> oh, great. What'd he do now? And a few seconds later, I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't I couldn't even be surprised I no. mean I just laughed like, of course he's handcuffed to the bed I mean <laughs> that's a thing he does that's normal for him I love how she's like well we're, we're, she's trying to solve this issue of his hand being <laughs> crushed or something he's like nope handcuff <laughs> <laughs> and then they have to go outside in front of everybody to try to go get the key the key um he needs the key for the handcuff she's like oh yeah of course <laughs> and then who who was it she was talking to beckett or something and then yeah yeah and he's just like handcuffs <laughs> like it's jack that's the only explanation you need yeah <laughs> yeah everybody understood i don't know there's not really much else to say about that specific piece of it but you know it was worth bringing up because it was very um it was pretty funny it was pretty funny and now we know that jack never left seattle yeah he never he never left seattle but you know they're not they didn't seem upset that he is where he is just that he lied about it and he's absolutely anyone it's like I don't care that you're having a grand old time handcuffing yourself to a bed but you know yeah so I mean Andy and Vic both had really good lines that um they shared with Jack before they walked out I don't yep. unfortunately I don't remember what Vic's was but Andy said something like you know she's going to make it her mission to to save him whether he whether he likes it or not which was a totally andy thing to say yes and i think she'll keep her word on that well she um she probably feels like she owes it to him after everything he's you know he did for her yeah you know in her dark times i mean i mean regardless she's gonna help anyone who needs help whether they want help or not so yeah absolutely Absolutely. I think she loves Jack. They all love Jack. They're gonna, 
they're not going to ignore this. <clears throat> no. So hopefully we get, you know, the Jack that, you know, we, I mean, this fun version of Jack is okay, but I hope we get the version of Jack that we love so much. Yeah. Back soon, but I feel he'll be back at the station pretty soon. I hope so. At least I'm not seeing doing, it more. I'm not doing a whole season like this. Like this is going to make me miserable. Listen oh. to me, Shonda. No, no, no. Back, back. She likes to do whatever the opposite we say. So keep Jack away for a long, long time. <laughs> how does that? How does that uh, sound? Oh, I will know. I don't, I think if he's if they made it clear that he's still in Seattle. I think that just kind of confirms that he's not going anywhere this season. Like, I think he'll, I can't see him being in like the first episode and then them be like, Oh, Nope, not here for the rest of the season. So I think he'll, that was kind of them letting us know that he's, he's here. Yeah. The fact that he's still in Seattle is promising because it would have been very much like him to just completely take off Mm -hmm. and run away. I was even surprised that he that um Andy had managed to get a hold of him on the phone yeah I mean it seemed like he was kind of keeping in contact so it's it seems to me like he definitely still very much wants to be a part of you know that family but he's just wanting to handcuff himself to beds for now so (laughs) and get stuck under trees (laughs) How did that tree? Even, oh, the tornado. The tornado, yeah. I was like, how did that tree even get in? The <laughs> like, that's a random accident. How did that happen? <laughs> but, oh, that was really funny. But aside from that, the episode as a whole was so stressful. I remember texting you 15 minutes in. I was like, oh my gosh, there's still 45 minutes of this, and I'm already <laughs> so stressed. <laughs> no i that was hold on oh okay i was i read something wrong i got really confused but then okay never mind Woo. Oh, are you good yeah i was just like wait what but no i was reading it completely yeah it was so stressful i think especially because they live in seattle yeah um, i mean i'm not a meteorologist I don't know anything about weather patterns and whatever but how often does Seattle get tornadoes that doesn't seem like a likely occurrence in Seattle I think hardly ever (laughs) I mean the northwest like that's not prime like tornado alley what is it called tornado alley yeah yeah no tornadoes it says tornadoes are rare in Washington but can and do occur Washington averages 2.5 tornadoes per year. The entire state. Oh, per year. Per year. The entire state. That sounds pretty high even for the state. Mm. Mm. I mean, it's pretty much rain all the time. Oh, that's true. So I I mean tornadoes tornadoes as bad as what happened in this episode probably don't happen terribly often because holy cow that uh 
what's her name Allie in the car mm-hmm. that victim in the car that was crazy I was like what is this the, don't the forget Wizard about her car Wizard of Oz yeah gosh um that poor woman though I was I you know she was obviously um distressed yes possibly in shock oh definitely and she kept like she was so obsessed with you know needing to call Adam call her husband (laughs) and of course you know you're in a big accident and then your car's picked up by a tornado you want to get in touch with your husband but in the back of my mind I was wondering is there an Adam is she so distressed like she's naked (laughs) so throughout this whole thing I was convinced that um I mean, I was convinced that maybe this is like her ex-husband or like a boyfriend or something, but she like hit her head and forgot they broke up. <laughs> I I don't know. The, the, That'd be a whole movie. I, I always assume people are lying or crazy. So that that's <laughs> what I was going off of. Oh no. <laughs> no, I believe there is an Adam because she was pretty, <clears throat> I felt I felt that panic of having to tell your husband you completely totaled the car the brand new car <laughs> i felt so terrible for her because you know andy's trying to get her out and then the tornado comes she's like we'll be right back and then they well, they, they come right back but she's not <laughs> here anymore and her car's gone i so thought she drove off <laughs> i was like did she like get scared and like you know like gun it and it like you know with the wind it like helped push and she just drove off <laughs> You know, I thought the same thing too. I thought she just drove off. It didn't even occur to me as a possibility that the tornado just picked her up and uh, dropped somewhere. But uh, that is what happened. And that's exactly what happened. Luckily, you know, she was dropped in uh, a pretty opportune location. So if there ever was an opportune location to be dropped by a tornado, I mean. Let me tell you how that would never happen in real life (laughs) and I know it's a tv show I get it I mean this is why I always say I like my fantasy land so I don't mind it being ridiculous but even I was watching it going what (laughs) and it was dropped so perfectly too like upright I know and she wasn't any more hurt (laughs) yeah she wasn't any more hurt than she had been when she got into the car accident so I was like well this is nice for a happy ending because it would have been real you know a real bummer if you know she didn't survive but dang that was a miracle (laughs) like Travis said you're the luckiest woman (laughs) she really was Travis saves the day right I mean it was a coincidence oh coincidence. I that, but i was like I, she has to be thinking of something else nope okay nope <laughs> totally coincidental but also very very lucky there you go that's what i was trying to get it it just took me the entire time thank goodness for travis i know or Allie. but um do we want to talk a little bit about his whole his whole campaign and I'm using air quotes because it doesn't seem like Vic and Theo want him to have a campaign oh I took it as they did like they were pushing him to do it 
Well, they're pushing them to go oh. out and like or, to do this event today. I know I, someone was just not making a stand. Was it um, Travis who didn't want to make a stance on anything? Yeah. And I knew that. Okay. So yeah, he didn't want to make a stance. I'm like, dude, you are not going to help um, Dixon lose if you have zero stance on anything. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Making him look bad while a great strategy is not enough of a strategy. Yep. I really think after this week, he has a chance to beat Dixon. I think so. But like, <laughs> is Travis the only grown up at this event? Like, wh- what is this? I mean, everybody. I feel like as an adult, as much as I am an adult, I think when there was a tornado siren and it got really windy, my common sense would be like, hey, let's go inside. Right? I'd be freaking terrified. I'd be like, everyone get inside. Yeah. Like, I might be panicked because, you know, I don't live in Tornado Alley, so I wouldn't know what the heck to do, but I definitely would run inside somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> and everybody. I feel, like sense, I feel like common sense tells you that's what you do when any kind of extreme weather is happening tornado hurricane anything when there's extreme weather you go inside you don't stay outside that doesn't make sense what would it hurt to go just stand inside for 15 minutes what is it gonna hurt but man dixon was really throwing a fit about it i think that was only because he did not want travis to steal the show or have a scene or look good you know, it's a real shame that uh, Dixon wasn't picked up by the tornado because, you know, if anyone deserved to be picked up by a tornado and dumped somewhere in the middle of nowhere, it's Dixon. For sure. He, I almost forgot how much he irritated me until this week. I mean, we've been on a long break, so I'm sure in Station 19 land, it hasn't been that long, but in my world it's been a long time since dixon has really irritated me and he really irritated me this week but i also like that travis looked like a hero in front of everybody and the cameras and his hair looked all nice his fancy hair how did it not move (laughs) vic did a really good job on his hair (laughs) apparently I don't know how much product was in there. Yeah, um, he's say like he's saving this um this poor woman who is going to injure herself because she is going to get out of that car whether someone helps her or not. So Travis goes to help her, and then there's Dixon saying, "You shouldn't move her. You shouldn't move her. We should wait for paramedics." And he's like, "I am a paramedic." <laughs> he is a paramedic, and he said sure it. He yeah. knows what he's doing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure he checked her before he moved her. It's like, maybe yeah. let's trust the person who told everyone that it would be a good idea to go inside for the tornado. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would do. Oh, but you know, Dixon knows everything. We don't. Well, apparently Travis did all of that just for the cameras because the cameras are right there. Exactly. That's what Travis is all about. Man. I'm I'm so glad. Once everybody started filming him rescuing Allie out of their car, I was like, ooh, 
this is going to be good for him. I was like, as much as you know, Travis, you know, that's not why he did it. He didn't even think about that, but that just makes it all the better of him. Hopefully winning mayor, even though I, it seems so far out there to me. I don't, I don't know, but now I'm kind of like, Hmm. <laughs> well, now after this episode, now I'm wondering he could win and then i'm thinking oh no what happens if he wins because he doesn't actually want to be mayor that's not i know of this so if he actually does win like what then what's he gonna do hopefully rocket (laughs) i guess (laughs) i don't know that would be like just one thing that i just i don't i could never I mean, as much as I love the idea of him being mayor, I don't see him being mayor. Like, I don't really see that happen. I don't really see him being successful at it or enjoying it. I don't think he would enjoy it. And also, wouldn't he have to, like, quit the fire department to be mayor? Or can he still do both? Um, He could do both, but he'd probably have to go to part-time or a higher up position you mean he's not gonna like that because remember on um i remember on chicago fire when um casey was the what was that weird word they gave for like council members yeah you know what i'm talking i can't remember but i know exactly yeah when he was doing that he was also still going to his shifts and everything so i don't yeah. know how that actually works out in real life but i imagine with mayor you'd have a lot more responsibilities than yeah like a, a city councilman or whatever casey was i mean like obviously if it's like a small town then it's not a big deal if you're mayor you can still have a full-time job but like a town like seattle for instance that's that that's a pretty big job being a I mayor think- of yeah. a big city like that i think you're that's like your job <laughs> and travis not is not a he's not a desk guy like he is going no. to be miserable 100 percent of the time so i mean i i think it's awesome he's wanting change and i i like that he's going after trying to change things himself and not just complain about it and you know trying to make the change <laughs> but i just don't think that i can't see him being mayor first of all as much as i would love it i can't see him being mayor and i don't want to i don't want him to take travis away from station 19 so i'm kind of (laughs) kind of a little iffy about this yeah i don't know but it looks like it's going to be ongoing for at least a little while so i guess we'll have to see what happens there yep but did you notice, I didn't notice until Ben and Karina's conversation later that he wasn't a part of the action. Like, I didn't even notice that he wasn't at any of the calls. Really? You don't remember, yeah. like, they, they ran out and he, like, they kept, like, yeah, passing yeah. him. But, I mean, I guess what I mean is that I didn't even, like, I didn't even miss him at any of the calls. Oh, yeah, and- no. But as it turns out, he chose to, it's, um, he said that he chose to be on desk duty, which is pretty big of him because he kind of gave the whole team a run for their money last season or at yeah. the end of the season, at least. 
Yep, he did. And I don't know. That seems... I know he's doing it so they can get proof. For like, that was that was their stipulation of them adopting Prue was him not being a firefighter anymore. My guess this is a win-win. I mean, but is he going to be happy doing desk duty forever and ever? No. So I I don't know how long this is going to. I mean, it's a good temporary solution, but he's not going to be happy doing desk duty at the firehouse forever. He's just got to outlive outlive the parents, right? I don't know, unless he, uh, unless he and Karina kept keep getting uh, victims coming in like the one they had this week. Karina irritated me with that. Yeah, it was a big swap because this is exactly what Ben was doing last season. Yeah, and then here's Karina being the one saying, "No, we can do it here." And then Ben's like, no, 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 let's wait for an aid car and take him to the hospital. And as it turned out, you know, Ben he should have pre- gone to the hospital. Yeah, because, oh boy, was that a messy procedure. Oh, yeah, he lost a lot of blood and it was coming fast. And like, they, like they said in the show, like they didn't have any blood on hand. So what did they do? That was... And Karina was so calm the whole time. She's like, it's just bleeding a little more than normal. And she's holding her hand there. I'm like, Karina, do something. (laughs) Pay pay attention. (laughs) I know we shouldn't be freaking out patients, but can we be realistic with ourselves that maybe this wasn't the best course of action? Yeah. Uh, I hope that is not going to be a continuous thing for Karina. And I hope that they can't just keep having one person go rogue every season. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, while it's great, the drama's great for yes. one storyline, it yes. can't be an ongoing thing because that's going to get really old and it's going to just make everybody mad at each other. And I don't want everyone mad at each other. I want everyone to be a big, happy family. And also, I don't want something to happen and like what if that guy would have died what would have happened to karina exactly yeah what what happens then? what happens to ben it's under his watch too i mean that was super risky i mean could they have probably have let it slide because they were in a national i mean a national uh state emergency state emergency natural disaster disaster okay there we go (laughs) they were in a natural disaster so maybe that would kind of okay it this one time maybe but i feel hadn't the um tornado passed by that point so it would have been safe to take him to the hospital yeah but they didn't have a car or any way to get around because the tornado Um, had taken pretty much everything out unless they had did they have a car there I mean, I don't, well, who knows said, the state of their car? Well, he said that they had to wait for an aid car. So maybe theirs was already out. So they yeah. could have waited for another station to come with an aid car. I'm talking about the, even like their personal cars. Oh, yeah. I mean, to me, if something was bad enough, I'm throwing somebody in my car and I'm going to the hospital. <laughs> it's like, it's okay. I'll clean the car later. We're going to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only things I can think of is either they got damaged there in the tornado there might not be a clear path to the <clears throat> hospital from the tornado. I mean, there, I, I'm sure there's reasons. But this guy's injury, could he have 
waited however long it took for them to get him to a hospital because when he came in it didn't I mean obviously like his arm needed attending to like it was a pretty big wound yeah didn't really become a big emergency until you know Karina went rogue so exactly until she removed it (laughs) yeah I I bet they could have waited I I bet he could have waited to be attended to until oh they managed to get him to a hospital absolutely however however they were able to do that it probably would have taken maybe an hour maybe two but he probably could have waited they could have wrapped it up not done surgery on it i know that was i don't know hopefully hopefully like i said hopefully that was just a one-time natural disaster type of thing that happened and karina's not going to start going rogue on us all the time well she can't go rogue because you know she's got uh problems with maya going on so oh my gosh and also i didn't really like it when she was him and her and ben were talking about why should you bother bringing another life into the world when it's like like, that's a little bit dark when you're trying to get pregnant yeah i'm sitting there like did you not just go for your fifth try for insemination like a couple hours ago maybe ma'am you were just upside down in the shower now may not be the best time to be bringing stuff like that up maybe think before you know you inseminate (laughs) in the fire station is that a good place i mean i get the time is of the essence but in the fire station really why not yeah i'm really i don't know if i'm nervous for karina and maya because i really i really 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 dislike maya right now i don't i don't know if i'm quite at hate yet that's a strong word no i don't hate she's annoying me right now she is getting on my last nerve right now so her threatening blackmailing was not okay that was not cool here's what really annoys me about this whole thing and she doesn't even see that what she did was wrong no she doesn't that's the whole that's the issue in her mind she is in the right and i can't on understand why anyone would think that blackmailing someone is gonna work is gonna work yeah and doing she had no proof she had no proof so what the way she did it it was just so like oh just so uppity i don't know how else to say it but no you're dead on if she was uppity i like that one she was I'm going to report it. you if you don't make me captain then just walked away it's like excuse you <sighs> we don't get promotions that way man my I've never honestly I've never been a big Maya fan I know some people love her I've, I've never I've never loved her I've never been a big fan of hers she's just kind of been eh to me like she never really stood out but now I really dislike her. Like I am not liking her at I, all. I don't like her when she's not like around Karina. When she's around, I like her and Karina together. I like their relationship. I like them together as long as they're being nice 
Maya's not lying to her or withholding truth from her like she did this episode of I mean she didn't even tell Karina about the blackmailing I mean it didn't occur to me that Karina didn't know but then on the other hand I was like why would Maya go and tell her that that that's what she did I don't know like I I I tell my husband everything but you know this is Maya (laughs) so I know I just like what do you talk about then (laughs) and I just felt so bad for Karina because she was like going to bat for Maya and you know yep you know telling Beckett's like hey stop giving her a hard time and that's when Beckett said hey do you realize what your wife has done yep I liked it I you know me I mean I think nobody's a Beckett fan but I kind of applauded him at that part yeah I was like thank you Beckett yeah see I'm starting to I I, I'm liking Maya less and less and less and I'm liking Beckett a tiny bit more yeah he wasn't bad this episode like I don't I don't dislike him as much as I did when he first came on it goes back and forth for me Mm. It goes back and forth. Like next week, I could probably hate hate him again. I'm going to use the word hate because I there was a time I didn't hated him. <laughs> and I do think he's drinking on the job. I do, and it bothers me that he just he keeps getting away with. He's doing something. Something is happening while he's on the job, and I know they've kind of like out they've moved past it, but I don't know. I mean, especially in this job, you cannot be drinking on the job. Like, no, someone's going to die. And sadly, I wonder if that's what it's going to come to. If, you know, someone dies on his watch, you know, because he's been drinking on the job and then that's how he comes crashing down. But yeah, I'd rather not get to that point. But I feel like that's the only way he's going to get caught. I do, too. I mean, but they they like tested him and he came back negative so didn't he do something to make it so that it would come out um like that he would test negative or something or Uh, i didn't see anything like that i I thought he came back negative i was like how i think he he did something some kind of tampering or whatever because there's no way that he is sober all the time oh no (laughs) for Mm-mm. sure not and it does look like the drama continues next week unfortunately this was i didn't think it was that dramatic this week i think next week's going to be way more dramatic oh yeah for sure because i mean we have andy and maya now going at each other about the blackmailing so apparently it's out now that maya blackmailed yeah, well, I'm glad that Andy's about to call her out on it next week because she's really good at that. She does, like, they're best friends, but she, Andy does not hold back. If she's, you know, screwing up, she's going to call her out on it. So I guess be. I'm excited for that argument. Yeah, it needs to happen. Hopefully she'll put her in her place. We also get a really big fire, which I'm excited for. Yeah, looks like a big, um, well, looks like it's going to be another stressful fire because 
I guess they're trying to put out this big house fire and the hydrants are dry and there's no water, which, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about fire departments, but I'm pretty sure you need water to put out a fire. So I just don't understand why the hydrants are dry. It's not like Seattle's in a drought. Can Seattle be in a drought? That's what I was thinking at first, but I was like, it's Seattle. Like they can't possibly be in a drought. I mean, they just had a tornado. (laughs) (laughs) They just had a tornado and now there's no water. It's like poor Seattle. I mean, maybe the tornado messed up something with the hydrants and the water supply that go to them. I don't know. Did, like, did that happen? I it, it could. I guess we'll find out next week if that could happen. I guess so. All right. So I think we talked all station 19. And now we get to move to grace and it's i know i'm so excited (laughs) it's the season 19 premiere yeah i know 19 is ridiculous but i'm really actually excited for this season after watching this first episode and the title of the episode was actually really fitting everything has changed everything has changed not quite changed everything has gone back <laughs> everything has rewound everything has rewound be kindly wind oh they got that would have been a better title is that a song though is it uh i don't think so well somebody better make it oh. a song we're going way back to the attending and intern drama which cracked me up i thought we can start this one out a little bit different and kind of introduce our new interns from what we already know and then we'll kind of like get into like we'll start talking about the episode but I know from when I was talking to people since it came out they're like I don't know who's who I do now I've studied it all right so Jules Millen is our Meredith Gray in the very first scene we see her bumping into link and they had slept together like i think a few days or the week before as soon as that happened i was like <clears throat> of course it was link then same time, i was like oh link <laughs> that poor guy oh and i'm gonna go ahead and say it now but joe's reaction <laughs> killed I- me I love Joe's reaction because things have been, things were so weird between them for such a long time. Yes. So I'm glad they're friends again to the point where Joe is getting that hilarious reaction to finding out that Link slept with the intern. (laughs) The surgical intern. (laughs) Of course. All right. So I don't really, we... So we kind of like know Jules, but we don't really know that much about her yet. Like she was in the episode consistently this week, but we didn't get too much like of her personality and like how she kind of is. She's, you can tell she's excited about surgery. On the surface level, she does match up a lot with how Meredith was at the beginning, like back in season one, like season one Meredith. Yeah. Um, but that's surface level is all I'm getting. We don't really know 
much about her, but I love Adelaide Kane. Yes. I really, really want to love Jules too. And I think we will. I mean, I'm hoping to love all these interns. Like I'm, I'm hoping these are, I mean, it is our new magic team, but I'm hoping that it is our new magic team. You know what I mean? So we have Jules Millen and then we have Lucas Adams, Luke, not Skywalker. (laughs) (laughs) He is our Alex Karev. Good looking, cocky. I was going to say no at all, but I think the cocky kind of covers it all. I think cocky just covers everything. Cocky and good looking. That's all you need to know. Cocky and good looking. That, we're, we're just going to leave it there. I loved him in the locker room when he said Luke, but not like Skywalker. And then I was like, dude, you should not have said that because then what happens next? They start calling him Skywalker. Yep. I was like, oh, look, there's his new nickname. There we go. You can't do that. That's his own fault. He put it out there. I'm going to call him Skywalker from now on. Yeah, he's cocky and good looking, and I we'll get into him a little more yeah. later. On, but that's we'll get into him a little more. But that I mean that pretty much sums him up. Get, yeah, from the get go, that's what what we've got: cocky and good looking. Cocky and good looking, and I think he'll be phenomenal. I see good things coming his way. I'm I really want to like him too. I do so. too. I want to like all of them. I do, oh my gosh. So our next one is Simone Griffith, which is our George O'Malley, even though it took me a little bit to realize it was, she's kind of, ah, there's a bug of me. <laughs> oh, there was a bug, it flew. Gosh, gotta get, like, get back into it. Okay. All right, so, and then we have Simone Griffith, who is our George O'Malley character. She's, first of all, late, so disheveled. You can tell she's super smart, though. She's eager to help, eager to learn. She's very eager. And that's a lot of, like, how George was in the early days. He wanted, he was a people pleaser. He wanted to please, but he was always, I always remember him running. Yeah, he was always <laughs> running everywhere. Now that you, you mention it, yes. always running like that. He sure got his steps in that first, uh, <laughs> that intern year, because yes. he was always running everywhere. And I love that when she came running, I mean, it didn't even dawn on me until later on that she was George, but I'm like, it totally fits. She's George. and i love it let's just not hit her with a bus please (laughs) yeah her i really liked it was i guess we'll talk about her a little i had a question about her but we'll talk about that later but just she was running like all over the hospital i was like oh gosh this is funny she can't find the locker room it (laughs) it was i don't know what it was so minor but it was just so season one grays. I was like, it was yep. just an, another tiny little example of how we're finally getting back to, you know, the glory days. Oh yeah. Of what grays was always supposed to be. So that and was it's really- gold. It's gold. It's perfect. I mean, they can, they do it every single year like this. No, 
but it's so much fun to come back after 19 seasons and kind of go back to the beginning. That's it's seriously, that's genius. I mean, really Shonda, Krista, whoever had the idea is genius. Good job. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I know we asked for many things and we're glad you delivered on at least one thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm super happy. So next on our list is we have, how do you say her name? Micah or Mika? Mika is like when I see it, I would pronounce it Mika, but is that how they said it on the episode? I don't know. I'm having a brain blank right now. I'm trying to think. I think Mika. That sounds more. Mika sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Mika Yasuda. I think it's how you say her last name. Mika Yasuda. And I thought she was going to be our Christina Yang at first. Oh, me too. Because as soon as, mainly just as soon as like her and Meredith kind of like paired up, not Meredith, (laughs) her and Jules. (laughs) Well, there I go already. Her, like as soon as Mika and Jules like kind of synced up and they're all walking together, she's like, I slept with an attending. I was like, oh great, this is going to be like our Christina. But it's not. She is our Izzy. She's sweet, caring, like even like when she tells that lady like i'll hope for you that's such an izzy move and just like izzy i kind of fear for her that the medical profession is going to eat her alive <gasps> i don't know i think she'll be okay like yeah. izzy was i think but i think she will have some issues dealing with the hard truth of things sometimes but i'm here for it yeah she'll be fine yeah and then that leaves us with Benson Kwan, whom was on Glee. Glee. Loved him <laughs> Glee. Yes. Mike Chang. He is going to be our Christina Yang. 100 million percent. Yes, there was no doubt. <laughs> Which is one that I, it, like I said, I thought Mika was going to be Christina. So whenever we met Benson and then he started kind of being emotionless and tough exterior and you know lying to get whatever he needs to get done i was like "Ooh, okay i don't think i mean i I was trying to place him i was like i don't know who this is because i was still stuck on mika being christina but i was like no benson has to be christina yang like this just has to be so i love it i i loved his character already he just seems, and I also, I'm, I know not everybody loves Christina Yang. Well, I know a lot of people do. I mean, I love Christina. I loved when she was. I love Christina. I loved when she was mean. I loved when she was annoying. I loved when she was happy. I loved her all <laughs> the time, her bad and her good. She annoyed me sometimes and she made me mad sometimes, but I never quit loving her. That's what love is all about. We're going to bring it back to Link. Link has slept with Jules. Just to mention it again, Joe's laugh. I watched it Tuesday and Tuesday. I watched it Thursday and I watched it just now. And I think I laughed more the second time watching it than I did the first. Because the second, the first time watching it, I was like, wait, what? Like, why is she like we just, because I'm thinking of last season, how we ended the whole link and joe thing 
this is not where we left them. <laughs> but we also did time jump six months. Mm-hmm. So you got to keep, I, I keep forgetting that too, but we did time jump six months. What I loved about, well, not necessarily love, but I like how they kind of continued to mirror season one Grace. Yeah. With, you know, um, a, re- a an intern sleeping with one of the attendings, but it wasn't exactly the same as what happened with Meredith and Derek, because with Meredith and Derek, we saw their whole interaction yep. before Meredith started at, um, well, at the time, Seattle Grace, yeah. but we didn't see that with Jules and Link, so I'm glad they didn't mirror it exactly, because I mean, that would have gotten old. We've already done that. We don't need to do the exact same things. We yeah. just want nostalgia. Yeah, like the the whole sleeping together with it with an attending. And you can honestly leave it like that and I'd be happy. But I am curious of what they are going to do. Because it seems like Link was kind of not holding, I don't, he didn't, I don't feel like he needed a, he wanted a relationship with her or anything, but, you know, kind of hanging on to it and be like oh gosh like doing the hr paperwork and all that stuff which by the way she never signed it <laughs> and i was like wait what's gonna happen now if she just doesn't even sign it at all well you know drama's gonna happen now that she hasn't signed it so but i love how she did poke fun at him you're the one stalking me outside of the interns <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> to get me to sign these this paperwork and she just hands it back and doesn't even sign it and poor link is like but i brought you paperwork (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing the responsible thing i brought the paperwork (laughs) um i loved when he was in (laughs) meredith's office oh my gosh for a little bit like he was just sitting there like she was busy on the (laughs) phone and I guess he was like waiting to talk to her yeah I'm sitting there like Link do you even know Meredith like this is not an official and then she responded the exact same way that I would have responded in my head which was I have no reason to judge you (laughs) stay away from elevators and go see HR that whole and that's why I, I I even wrote it down because her exactly what she said was perfect. Like whoever wrote that line, thank you. <laughs> Again, I think I feel like I'm just thanking everybody in this episode. Thank you for that. She has- and Ellen, if that was all you, then good job. <laughs> I'm in no position to judge you on this. I do recommend you stay away from elevators for the foreseeable future. I recommend that he doesn't because we need to get back to elevator oh please some elevator scenes everyone knows those are my favorites that's where all the good stuff happens yes i know i went back when i was every time i do a rewatch of grace and i go back i'm like man what happened to the elevator because you kind of do like once you get to like the later seasons you kind of forget about the elevator you know, you're immersed in that new world and you don't really remember it anymore. But every now and then I'm like, what happens in the elevators? Why are we not? And so I it's- love that they said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully that means we're getting some elevator scenes. Yeah. So she tells Link to go to see HR, which 
I think I'm really glad that he told Meredith this than if he told Bailey. Yeah, Bailey definitely would have been more like, what is wrong with you people kind of moment, which would have been equally hilarious, let's be honest. But Meredith was really the perfect person for him to tell this to. (laughs) I am in no position. (laughs) But Bailey is in uh, a great uh, vacay position. I like vacay Bailey. I do too. She looked like young Bailey, like flashback Bailey. I, I like vacay Bailey. But I'm not going to like vacay Bailey all season. No. No. So regular Bailey needs to come back at some point because this is fun for an episode. It's not gonna be fun for much longer. Yeah. I mean, we know Meredith is leaving. We don't know. I mean, she'll be in and out. So I don't think she'll be our chief for the whole season. I wouldn't think that that would work. If she's not gonna be there in every episode, I don't think she could be the chief for the whole season is chandra wilson like does she need time away for any reason or is it just a storyline just a storyline i believe Mm. i haven't heard anything otherwise so i i mean she was in this episode so and she didn't this is the the whole thing was same thing with jack chandra bailey did not need to be in this episode it was more of a i don't know what i'm even trying to think of it was more of like a she's still here Type she of completely disappeared she's yeah still- she's still here she's just not working so i think if they did they could have easily been you know she didn't have to come in and say those lines and somebody else could have you know what i mean they could have done without her but they didn't so that shows me that she's not gone she's and we know she's going to be here this season anyways she's on the big poster so and the big poster does not lie no even though it has meredith yeah. at the top she should be at the bottom you don't want to show up there every day. It's okay, Ellen. I forgive you. I know it's time. <laughs> so also, as Bailey's having her lovely vacay time, she tears into Richard a little bit. Yeah, she was letting him have it. I was like, um, you're on vacation. Richard <laughs> is working. Let him do, you know, his his work. You opened up this residency program six months too early and they got the rejects. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so sad. I didn't even realize. I think that was kind of when we learned that they were not picked on their grades and they were picked on their performances and I guess reputations is the better words to kind of describe it. But, you know, that can also i mean grades isn't everything no i think remember leela on the resident like she got her job based on really stellar references because she didn't always test well yep so absolutely and that's a real life thing i think well i think all these have gotten disciplinary actions against them as well and i think we're going to kind of find out maybe not all of them have but i know a couple i think a few of them have so I am kind of interested in the in this season to figure out their more backstories. I'm excited to learn more about kind of what landed them at Grace Sloan, why the why they're in the reject pile. They're not rejects. I don't like using that word, but why they weren't favored. Yeah, there you go. 
during this whole Richard and Bailey thing, we kind of like flip over to where Levi's doing. Or I wonder how did he get roped into doing OPGYN with Joe? <laughs> like, does she have something on him? Because I don't see her easily being able to say, hey, come on, do this well, with me. How did 18 end? He like was just coming back, right? The residents were facing having to find a new hospital to do their surgical internet. And maybe that's so, why. So maybe as a resident, he just, in order to stay at Grace Sloan, he just switched to gynecology. Yeah, that makes more sense. Unfortunately, was not for him. He looked very out of place <laughs> and he looked terrified. His faces, you can't make those faces. <laughs> I think he's scarred. <laughs> Poor Levi. He had such a rough year last year. You cannot make him do gynecology. He is not built for that. You know what? He he knew he wasn't built for it. He walked straight out. Poor Joe. You can't do this to me. But he runs to Richard. Oh, poor Richard. He runs to Richard. Poor Richard to come back. Us. Poor Richard was not prepared for the speech that uh, Levi no. was about to pour on him. No, and I think this will make Bailey want to stay on vacation a little bit longer, too. <laughs> he starts out with the vagina speech, man. He said, I, Never had I heard the word vagina so many times. Oh, in like a paragraph. <laughs> it was just constant it was like every other word i was like gee whiz oh my gosh he well i think that's all on his brain right now i mean he's been an OBGYN for i guess how many months now today he's had it <laughs> he's had enough he starts spitting out the facts <laughs> i would guess six months because they fast yeah. forward six months so it's probably been oops, since then yeah so i guess six months was his uh topping point he can't he couldn't do anymore but he i'll be the vagina of the program if you let me or or the backbone <laughs> and i think that's when bailey was just like I'm and i'm out i'm out <laughs> <laughs> i mean if i was bailey i would have done the exact same thing too like yeah i don't know how to deal with this but luckily it's not my problem absolutely it his whole I've said it for a long time. Levi's one of my favorites now, and he brought it hard this episode, and I am all here for it. I love it. I do miss Helm. Is she gone, gone, or are we expecting her back? I am. I haven't heard anything. Well, who no else idea. left from that class? Was it just Levi and Helm? Left? I mean, those were the two that I liked the most. I mean, we don't oh, see Nico Perez. Perez. Oh. oh, Perez needs to come back. Oh my Tim and the mother daughter team. But I think they were already yeah. gone. Mother daughter team. We had stopped seeing. Well, the the mother. I think she went off to go work with Jackson. Jackson and the daughter. But the, the daughter the was still there, right? Daughter. Or was we she saw not? a little bit towards. Um, we saw a little bit at the end, but she wasn't around as much as Helm and uh, Levi were. I'm fine with just bringing. I mean, I would love for Perez to stick around too because he brought a lot of comedic relief. I'm. Um, and I would not be sad if he came back, but I really, I'm really kind of disappointed. Helm is not there. 
that was where my holdup was. So I was like, ah, yeah, she was, I was, she was getting really good. I was waiting for her the whole episode. I was like, well, there's Levi. Like what, what's Helen up to? And then we never, yeah, you just never saw her. So not to see. So hopefully we do get to see her because I liked her. Yeah, I hope so. I guess we'll have to see. But then Levi runs to Meredith and she just, before he even gets a word out, you're done with it. <laughs> what did he say? I hate. Oh, I hate it more than war. <laughs> I need to go back and rewatch because there was just so, there were just so many good things about that. You episode. have to go back and rewatch because you'll pick up on more things. When you... <laughs> I hate it more than war. I hate it more than war. Just all the war. <laughs> all the wars mixed into one. Uh, <laughs> this is why she's you make a great God. chief resident and then she's just gone <laughs> straight Meredith standing there like hmm. I loved it that was a great a great way to do that like yeah. I, I, I don't feel like I have anything bad to say about this episode sadly sorry guys I yeah, just keep so saying it was so great the whole Sarah time next- things to say about it um but yeah one person who was not pleased was joe <laughs> keep walking schmidt we're, we're not on turkey terms. keep walking. i love i i have to say i love a more put together joe because she's been struggling for a lot of ever since alex left like she's really been struggling yes. and i feel like she's finally like back into like a good rhythm mm-hmm. and joe her you know joe at her best is amazing just like we saw in this episode and it looks like she's back in obgyn like full time remember when season 18 ended she was gonna help out with general and do ob oh yeah because they were you know short staffed and everything but it yeah. looks like she's back in ob but she i didn't even i've almost forgot to even mention it huge thing happened this episode that we haven't even talked about the pink is gone she changed the scrubs the black and i am not sad about it (laughs) (laughs) because it is not a happy which she was pretty much saying like it wasn't a happy it shouldn't be a pink is a happy color black is not or something about how it's not happy i don't remember the exact i don't remember but it was it was hilarious her chain she would be wearing all black and as soon as she was like oh the new scrubs are here and she opened them and they were black i was like of course they're black of course they're black (laughs) i wouldn't expect anything less of joe oh man but anyways that was hilarious and i loved it of course i gotta stop saying i love it Oh, one thing I kind of want to just kind of go into for a minute is Simone and Richard's talk kind of at the end of the episode about why she was late. Did you like, I mean, obviously everybody listening, I'm guessing has watched the episode and she's late because her mom died in the hospital. I thought like Richard was going to like remember her mom or something. You know what? I was really confused because he kept 
like he knew her like as soon as he came like you know running through the halls of the hospital he was like griffiths like that way so but, but, i mean he helped like, hire I, him too so yeah i know that it's his job to know the the interns but i was also wondering if maybe he knew her personally somehow yeah i thought i kind of so, thought the same thing but i i'm guessing not i'm get yeah i'm guessing i I'm was guessing totally not, off or i don't know maybe it'll come back and he'll act he actually does remember her i don't know but from what it seemed like from their conversation he does not know her mom but yeah i love how that that uh went down you know i was late because mm-hmm. my mom died oh i'm so sorry no it was when i was born it's like oh you need a pasture <laughs> Or a grief counselor <laughs> like do you need a grief counselor it was when i was born he's like oh oh <laughs> just as confused as us all richard <laughs> like okay well l- let's uh say more words because i'm confused yeah but that was that was this little sweet conversation that they had i mean and her describing <clears throat> what she thought the walls would look like beige and in my head i'm like oh they were oh Oh, they were gray or they were beige they were beige <laughs> and then he said it, well it's been like three years since they painted them blue and you like saw the like relief kind of come off of her and that was it was a nice sweet scene to see richard kind of taking on that role again of comforting the interns and guiding them you know and just pretty much i mean just talking to them that's what and at the same time it gave us a chance to get to know at least one of the interns because i'm hoping i mean we have to if they're going to be there for any significant amount of time we are going to get to know more and more about the other interns but it was nice that we got to kind of have that little tiny piece of backstory on on simone yeah i totally agree i'm glad because I 100% thought she was just a flake. But that ended up not completely being the case. <laughs> the tornado. <laughs> I yeah. loved it when she blamed it on a tornado. <laughs> the tornado was last week or however long it had been. Yeah. I can't remember how long it had been, but yes. Yeah, I was sitting there thinking, no, Richard, it just happened. I just watched that episode. <laughs> it happened today. What are you talking about? It just happened an hour ago richard were you not there <laughs> that was a little bit confusing to me about they didn't like really explain until then like how long it had been we didn't know from all the tornado damage that caused apparently simone to be running late amelia has some pretty tough cases this week of 14 died i think yep yeah 14 14 died nine are donors yeah so those are high numbers that's a lot of kids i think they were all kids oh yeah they were because they, they said it was a bus i'm assuming they're all kids maybe there was like a bus driver or an adult or something on the bus too well um, now that i think about it, well they were all kids like all the patients yeah because they had to go tell all the parents right <laughs> yeah so it must have been all kids like a school bus or something yeah, I mean, we yeah, they said it was a school bus that got caught in the tornado. So we know that. They were not as lucky as Allie. No, 
And that was, that was tough. I mean, 14, how are you going to kill 14 kids on first day, Shonda, Krista? Well, I mean, she gave us a new magic. So, you know, she had to get us somewhere else. Here's my one complaint. (laughs) Okay. Here's another complaint though. Mm. So Amelia has the interns tell the parents the results of the brain checks. Mm -hmm. That seems like a pretty big ask of people of, you know, baby doctors, Um, especially from how that went down (laughs) with one of the interns. So I know in early grays, it was an actual issue of some them telling one, I think that they learn this in school more now. Mm-hmm. I've had to tell somebody. So, but I do agree with you. I think they shouldn't have been sent alone. Exactly. Because- like either Amelia or another seasoned doctor or even like Levi, you know, like not specifically Levi, but somebody so- in his, uh, like a resident. Someone- yeah. Because- you know, somebody to like go like, and help them. Be- because like what we saw what happened with luke he made a huge huge error oh that broke my heart i mean yes he made i mean he made a pretty big mistake but then on the other hand i was like but somebody should have been with him to be like hey hey wait wait no 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 check to make sure you know what her last name is because he said he'd only asked if she was you know so-and-so like the first name I think he asked the Miller, the last name, but he didn't confirm the first name. I thought okay. that's what it was. I thought they were like both Miller because they, they say no, Lisa Miller. No, he said first name because he, he also said that um, he, um, he was about, he was like, I was about to deliver bad news. I wanted to be more personable and use their first name. That's right. Because they made now. a big point to say, you never use their first name. Well, yeah. if you do, you say Lisa are you lisa miller like you, if you're about to tell someone that their yeah. son is dead you need to make doubly sure that you're talking to the right person confirm who you're talking to first and then break that news yes that was devastating though it did it did bring a little bit it, it made me laugh only at one scene when again simone that old doctor when he got up and started walking <laughs> i immediately started laughing again as soon as she got that wheelchair and just started rushing him through the hospital, I lost it. <laughs> I was like, oh no. no. <laughs> okay, so am I the only one who saw that scene and thought, oh, that looks like fun, me next? <laughs> <laughs> I would. Like, can, can someone race me in a wheelchair through the hospital? Because that <laughs> looks like fun. But he did all that, they did all that, and he just goes in there and shakes his head. And that's it. <laughs> Like really, this poor guy's nice like ride. ninety. That nice ride through the hospital, and that was it. <laughs> but he still—he actually did seem very uh, coherent for his age. Like he was—he his brain was still still a working. You could tell by the way he was like, "I know." Like you don't have to explain it. I know. Also, with these interns telling the parents that they're they just lost a child you have benson who comes in and kind of talks to the mother who luke had completely messed up 
and told her about oh his brother how he died and how the organs always make him you know remember of who his brother was and at least you know he could do some good in the world blah 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 blah. he was completely lying that it that moment when i was like oh there's christina yes right there yes i was like oh there it is but that who was he with who was he with it it was another one of the oh no no simone yes simone it's like oh that was so nice that story like of your brother i don't have a brother i don't have a brother (laughs) (laughs) just so nonchalant i was like oh okay he's smart he's smart i like him I mean he wouldn't be the I can't imagine he'd be the first doctor no told a lie like that I we've mean, seen I've seen this in our shows before too yeah. where they'll like make up a story to make you know the family member feel better and I don't think there's anything wrong with that I really don't humans thrive on other humans as long as it's done you know respectfully then I don't see oh, anything yeah. wrong with it absolutely and I don't I think they were I think during this time it was okay for him to do because I mean other than him having a brother and what it meant to him he didn't say anything incorrect he is going to go save lives you know he is going to be remembered for that he you know you will have somebody who you know gets his kidney and his heart and everything so he just had to create a character to make it more personable yeah i think there's you know there's good lying and there's bad lying lying's not always bad sometimes it's necessary for the greater good but not for the greater good is maggie's poor patient or howard howard's husband his cry <laughs> i thought he was laughing at first i thought he was like sitting in the chair like cracking up because i wasn't looking at the screen at the time i was just I was looking at the screen and I still thought he was laughing. <laughs> I wasn't even looking and I was like, I was like, why is he laughing? That's when I like looked up from whatever I was doing. I was like, oh no, he's crying. <laughs> but this poor guy, I can't remember now. Does he ever get the heart? Because when she went in to go do the surgery, she the heart wasn't good. Remember? Because there was like um, nodules on it or whatever yeah so like they had to sew him back up or something yeah and that's when so i don't think he got his transplant at all or anything which is really sad was that him or was that a no that was him that was him yeah because uh jules jules is the one that's why she was excited because she got to stitch up which is not being it's not like a orange or a cadaver but at least i would hope it's not I mean, it it was kind of actually a little bit cool to see Levi be the responsible one in the OR. I mean, he was obviously helping Maggie, but Maggie just leaving Levi to watch Jules. It was a good change of pace for me because I feel like the poor Levi's just had to be babysat for so long. It was nice being able to see that he's, you know, being trusted to, you know, oversee you know new interns so mm-hmm. i thought that was cool it was I mean, it was really cool and you could tell he wanted to stitch up by the way he's still he's still eager enough he wanted to do it but maggie is an awesome teacher you know she she immediately is putting these 
interns to work and I love to see it. Yeah. And she's not afraid to let, um, oh gosh, where was I going with that? She's not afraid to let go of her control. Mm-mm. She knows she's good. Little chance. Yeah. It's like, I know I'm good. I know I'm the bee's knees. There yeah. you go. And I think because, I mean, Jules is like in love with Maggie. It, it seems like so you know who i was in love with this episode though who Boki. oh Boki got a line I, yeah i love every time I, i'm so glad she does not speak very often because every time she does it's like it's gold it is i remember the last time she had a line it was more of you know a, a more sad moment yeah but this time it was so funny it's like they just keep getting younger and younger <laughs> Levi though again Levi making me laugh so freaking hard you say please the bokey <laughs> I did everyone should always say please to bokey I still say there needs to be a bokey centered episode I don't know I think I might ruin it and I because I used to say the same thing I was like I want to know everything about bokey but I think it might ruin it now after 19 seasons and it's just been the same i don't know i think i want to it's, I'm, it's just I'm, enough having her around for so long i'm so. content now speaking of surgery we had a big surgery this episode for sarah martinez i think was her name and she needed a triple transplant which i guess is unheard of almost it's well it's rare and nick seemed kind of surprised that it was happening so obviously it must be not something that happens every single day yeah i mean he's never done one which really surprised me because he, he's like the transplant king isn't he around those mm-hmm. those necks of the woods and uh you know the seattle part of it yeah it just i mean honestly it just surprised me he had never done i guess i mean could you imagine how rare it'd be to do not only get one organ but get three at the same time i mean but- the recovery time on that must be you know literal pain but at least she's not a tree (laughs) i love when nick comes in there at least she's not a tree so nick is apparently there to pick up an organ for minnesota like a minnesota patient because he's back in minnesota he's wearing his army green color so he's there in this big long line to pick up an organ him and winston (laughs) sitting there talking about life and he's like well i kind of meant meredith (laughs) oh 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 yeah but when maggie sees him turns her face when she sees him by the way was hilarious because she was so like oh 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 like she could not get to meredith fast enough to tell her that nick was there she don't look so calm so to get maggie's like you have to come talk to him right I did not think that this is where this was going, by the way. That was the most awkward interaction between Nick and Meredith. It was so painful to watch. I was like, I'd rather them have not interacted at all because this is just so painful. Yes. And like, there was nothing sad or depressing about it. It was just so painfully awkward. It was. I mean, the only thing I guess she could it's meredith gray so the only thing on her mind is surgery so she invites him to do this triple 
transplant, which I'm sorry, that's love. Can you imagine season one, Meredith giving up a triple transplant? She's chief of surgery now. She's kind of busy. She was sitting there watching him work most of the time. What are you talking about? She just wanted, she just wanted to keep him there. And that was her excuse. And she was willing to give anything to keep him there. That's a good way to keep him there. Surgery like that probably takes a lot of hours. What'd she say? Like 26 hours? Was it? I think she's 25 or 26 hours. She said, she's like, it's going to be like a 25 hour surgery and it's residence first day. So that's why she couldn't do it. So yeah, that was a very long surgery, but I think you, you would see like different surgeons kind of coming in and out. Like, you know, Richard was there for a little bit and Winston was there for a little bit. And I think I saw like Maggie in there for a little bit. They were all like kind of trailing in and out. But I think Nick was kind of like the main one who stayed in there the entire time. But before, right before the surgery, she tells them they had that kind of heart to heart talk, which I didn't expect that talk to like go serious. I didn't think we were going to go. Honestly, I thought they were going to do that like at the end or something. But she I mean, she just flat out tells him, you know me, I'm stubborn and proud. And I think that's the most truthful thing she could have said because she's pretty much telling him without telling him in Meredith's way that she didn't want him to leave. She called out for him. She's too stubborn and proud to ever admit it or chase after him. And she wants him back. (laughs) That's what I took from it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got from it too. I, I was, um, I was pretty happy with that conversation. I it went to, especially with how awkward they were acting initially. Yeah. It was nice to see that that's how, um, this storyline, at least for this episode, mm-hmm. um, ended. Yeah. I'm interested so. to see because she also invited him to be the residency director, which again, no, so if she's going to be chief of surgery and he's going to be the residency director, how is she only going to be in eight episodes? I just, I need, I need all, I think I need the entire season to like come out. Just, we're just curious, Shonda. We, we, we won't share it with anyone. We, we, we just need to know. Can you tell me? <laughs> Amanda's your, Amanda is Gray's biggest fan. So she Please? needs to know. She watched in, she watched live in Mexico. <laughs> I'll watch live wherever I am. I don't know how that's going to work, but back to the surgery, which I really enjoyed the little talk that Nick had with Luke while scrubbing in, because I feel like if it was many other people, he would not have been scrubbing in. Like he really messed up that day, but Nick took it and turned it into such a positive thing if your day started off so bad let's end it right i mean come on like i I couldn't love nick anymore like it took me a while to like nick i feel like i can officially say i love nick now oh yeah me too i mean he's He's, just mm. he's just an inherently good person he is gosh i love it that was the, the whole little speech he gave to luke was so uplifting and so cool and so nice and uh, he's not Derek but he's pretty awesome I think well I think I'm sure many people would say he's better than Derek but don't get me started so while they're as soon as they scrub in they go in there and what does Luke say 
I was so mad at first when he said, it's a beautiful day to save lives. I was like, do not tell me he researched, you know, Derek Shepard. That's what I thought too. That's what the the thing he was supposed to say. But then we find out, lo and behold, he's Derek's nephew. I was like, oh, it's his nephew. Okay. It's it's okay. Now I can forgive him. (laughs) Well, I didn't even realize that's what they had said the beginning i thought they were I, I heard nephew and i thought they were like it wasn't like serious i had to like rewind and like watch again yeah because um amelia told meredith meredith was it meredith who was in there she's like yeah. yep you know he, he you know he worshiped Derek. you know he was his you know luke was his favorite nephew i was like hat what yeah <laughs> say that, what now now go back i promise you go back and watch it again and you will notice how Amelia treats Luke rather than everybody else. She oh. but, and she doesn't like treat him differently, like in a bad way, but he is more, he, you can tell how comfortable he is with her. Like he'll like grab her arm and like to talk to her. And like, there's, you can definitely tell that there's a past uh, like relationship be- between them, you know? You can definitely see it if you can go back and watch it again. Well, I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch tomorrow. Yeah, you have to. Amelia asking, did you hire him <laughs> only because he reminds you of Derek? Not Derek. <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me. Of, he does not remind me of Derek at all. <laughs> well, he's cocky like Derek, but so is Amelia. So- yeah, well, I think it, it must be a shepherd family trait to be cocky, oh, but I think that's a surgeon thing. <laughs> m- maybe, but I was like, yeah. Aside from the cockiness, he he's not like Derek. He is Amelia. He's the black sheep, apparently, of the kind of the family. He's the one who messes up. You can tell he has issues already. Like I think this is going to be good. Yeah, so I hope we get to learn more about him because I want to know which sister is his mom. I don't even know if I remember all the sisters. I would, I like, I I know their faces, but I can't even. I guess it's time for Amanda to do a rewatch. As great as this episode was, still, I was one like I was still wondering about Teddy and Owen. Yeah, and they just walk right on in. I'm like, oh, okay there they are and it was perfect (laughs) here i go again gushing teddy seems obviously very annoyed with owen and his decisions it it was very uh, i i love teddy now it was funny i love how she was acting it was so funny i was like somebody get that woman a drink (laughs) she already had a few i mean that that was fine too for six months <laughs> so yeah Owen's suspended for six months he can still practice but he has to like be watched you know what I want to see hmm. is him being supervised by Levi oh my gosh that'd be hilarious Shonda can we please make that a thing please oh, and thank yeah. you yeah 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 that would seem to wrap up for them a little too quick I know it's been six months yeah like it was too neat and tidy uh you know what i'm actually very happy that we didn't have to see any of that 
I was like already over it at the beginning of or at the end of season 18. I was so over this storyline just because it, it like I feel like it lasted most for so long. But I mean, he does get punished, which I completely agree with. He can't do what he did and get off scotch free. Um did you say scotch free? Scott free? Scott Sorry. free. I was right. Who's Scott? I don't know. <laughs> now look now you're gonna have to look up the origin to the saying. <laughs> mm, let's see. I'm still saying scotch free. Oh, origin and examples. Ooh, perfect. Ooh, the expression scot free originates from the Scandinavian word scat, which means tax or payment. The word mutated into Scott as the name of redistributive taxation. That was very wordy. Meant to provide relief to the poor during the 10th century. And now I'm bored already. But there you go. Oh, okay. Well, there's something every day, I guess. So at the very end of the episode, we get a very throwback hallway scene. And they're talking for a minute. I'm not really going to get into it because they're just like chatting about like, hi, who are you type of more conversations. Like, what are you in? What are you in for? (laughs) Not that. More like, what do you like? They kind of know they're the rejects of it, you know? Bottom of the barrel. The bottom of the barrel. Thank you. I like that way better than rejects. The bottom of the barrel. You know, the ones who don't have the best grades, but I think are very smart i think all of these are super smart i think they'll be super successful i'm ex- super excited to see it that's a lot of supers, supers. <laughs> <laughs> but it ends with all their pagers going off and them having to jump up and it was just <sighs> like my ears just knew what that was <laughs> i was like woo i it was like <laughs> when's the last time you heard a pager in gray's anatomy <laughs> <laughs> Like, I didn't even think they had them anymore. Maybe the interns do? I don't know. The nostalgia was real this episode. It really was. And I'm here for it. And I enjoyed it. So keep doing what you're doing. Keep going on this route, please. Good job, Shonda. Good job. Krista. 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 Shonda didn't really have that much to do with Grey's anymore. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shonda. uh, Shonda. Krista kind of took over. Because I think Krista's writing a... Station 19, too. Mm-hmm. I think she's doing both of them now. The preview next week, it looks like Levi's giving the interns a talking to. And one of the things he says is, do not drop your glasses inside a patient. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you say that, Levi? It sounds like you have personal experience. <laughs> that did crack me up, I remember. <laughs> Yeah, aside from that, it looks like it's just going to be a lot more of getting to know the new interns. So, and that alone is really exciting. So, oh, yeah. Hopefully, episode two is just as good as episode one was. I hope so. I have high hopes. I have high hopes. I think it will. I think 19 is the season. (laughs) 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 We just went, we just went through a several years that wasn't as great we just went through a several year slump we're, we're doing a really really good season yeah it's okay 
we're still here, aren't we? <laughs> oh, I'm going to keep watching until it's taken off the air. I can't quit. Oh. Yeah, no, I've invested way too much time. I haven't invested almost two decades of my life. I can't give up now. No way. I don't even care how horrible. Everyone's like, I'm going to quit watching. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not going to quit watching. I've invested way too much time into the show. Like, I will be very mad and continue watching it, but I will keep watching it. Yep. I might skip over that season during my rewatch. We all know what season that is. All right. Well, I think that is it for Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy. I think we talked way too long about them. I'm sorry, but you're not sorry. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I could talk more. I hope you guys know that I could talk Mm -hmm. for probably another hour on just this one episode. We've already talked in length about and she could do it all by herself. She does not need anyone else to talk. So Eve's going to drop off now and I'm just going to keep talking to you guys about my favorite quotes and parts of the show. you'll hate that so if um you have more things to say then come find us on facebook we are at gray's anatomy gray family fan club and we're also on all the social medias bye bye loving our content subscribe to our youtube channel and don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends we want to continue the conversation with you You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fandom Family Chats, or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, FamilyFanClub2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows.